All right, you guys. Happy Tuesday. We are just four short days away from Friday. Happy Taco Tuesday. I can't believe we've never called it that before. We used to be religious about it. We used to be the kings of Taco Tuesday. We used to have a table, a standing reservation over at Duke's for their fish tacos, too. Beer battered. Two margaritas on the rocks. I know that you're just absolutely itching to go to Duke's whenever graduation weekend happens. I'm sure some people will make their way. Make their way over to the promised land. Something that I've been recently fallen victim to as a fan, such such a massive fan and very late into the game, is the morning toast. I want to talk to you a little bit mm-hmm. about the morning toast because I know that you were a frequent listener before I started listening. Yeah, so really what originally started it was India was obsessed with the show before we either either of us got into podcasting. And then I started... For anyone who's new, India is one of the characters in our lives. <laughs> She's been on the podcast many times. And she used to listen to it religiously. And then when I finally started listening just to see what it was all about, I realized every single joke that she has was inorganic. And she is unashamed to, <laughs> to admit that. Like they all come from this damn podcast. That was brutal, but this podcast, The Morning Toast, is so fun, so quick-witted, and they have such a strong fan base. It's like they built themselves their own commune and community. Such a strong Mm -hmm. fan base and so many recurring characters on The Morning Talk Show their sister, their friends, their husbands, that it is just like, it's like watching a sitcom every day. You know, that's why I feel like podcasting has blown up so, so much because it's truly so intimate. Like you get to know the details of everyone's lives and it's like you're hanging out with them. Like whatever you're doing, you're like in the room with them. Yeah, it's literally a TV show, except it's nice because you get to uh, be interact with it while you're driving in the car. TV, you have to be sitting down watching it. Everyone drives in the car pretty much every day, practically. So podcasting is nice because it's TV that you can take anywhere with you and do anything. Take it while you work out. It's very consumer-based. It's also nice if you're just like doing laundry or putting things away, yeah. or cleaning your room, just to put a podcast on because there's something really comforting about people's voices as opposed to just music. Don't get me wrong. Love music, but sometimes it's nice, you know? However, yeah. though, if this is your first episode listening to us, give us a second chance because there has never been a single podcast I've listened to and listened to the first episode and thought, wow, I love these people. It usually takes me about three to really get it's into kind it. kind of like when a new song comes out and the first time you listen to it, you kind of hate it. And then the more yeah. you listen to it, you're like, Wait, this is actually a banger. <laughs> That's how I feel about every one of Taylor Swift's albums. I'm her biggest fan yeah. and every single album that comes out, I hate it. I condemn it to hell. And the next day yep. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Even Mr. Perfectly Fine. The first time I heard that, I was like, ugh, what is this trash? And then all of a yeah. sudden I just like, couldn't stop listening. I listened to it a hundred times a day. All of a sudden, the words were imprinted on my heart. All the lyrics I'm going to get tattooed on my back in Taylor Swift's handwriting. I'm going to figure out how to get that done. But any podcast that I've ever listened to, unless I have avidly followed these people on Instagram for a while and I feel like I know them and we're best friends, I have to listen to at least two or three episodes to start to get into the swing of things. First time I listened to The Morning Toast, I thought they were terribly obnoxious. I did not like their humor. The third time I listened, I said, oh, this is actually my humor and some of my best friend's humor. Oh, I belong here. <laughs> oh, I am their actual target audience. I understand what the hype is about. Yeah, the first time yeah. I listened, I was like, wow, they talk so fast. I'm overwhelmed. Do you think that's how people feel about me? I think that's how people feel about me a little bit more than you. But yeah, that's how people feel about us. My mom told me the other day, she's like, Ashley, you used to talk so fast. You slowed down for a while there. And it was a lot easier for people to pick up. And then you picked it back up again lately. <laughs> Well, especially like we get excited and we're in the same room together. Like nobody's even breathing. It's just a word vomit spewing out of our mouths. Yes. God help everyone. God save the queen. 
Speaking of the queen, I hope she's doing well after Philip. It's been a couple weeks now. And I think about them avidly. I think about them all the time, about the queen. I wonder how she's doing. I know. I'm actually really worried for her. And I hope she doesn't die of a broken heart because that's a real thing. Yes, a lot of old people do. I wish I would write up on the science behind that because I would have loved to actually talk about that. <laughs> You're like, oh, podcast topic for another time. <laughs> yeah, a buzzer right there. Also, a while back, we talked about having something where people can DM us that they subscribed and then we gave out a giveaway. But what are we giving away though? I don't know yet. That's why we have to talk about it more than just right now. <laughs> tickets to graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Our parents' tickets. Cool. Cool. <laughs> hang out with us in the Airbnb. I got, for, I got a hot $250 room at the Four Seasons of Westlake for you. Massively discounted. <laughs> Some crisp white sheets for you to sleep <laughs> Oh man, I haven't stayed in a crisp hotel room in so long. I'm so sick and tired of Airbnbs with a bunch of teenagers that are actually young adults. Um, teenagers for our graduation we are i think no one knows for sure we're all just trying to guessing and changing it the next day but i think we're gonna stay at the four seasons we're all scrambling we're all scrambling because they have a great discount for pepperine students word on the street is and it's been a while since i've stayed in a hotel with crisp sheets and crisp towels um abby one time she ended up when i was not here on this trip but one time when she was abroad what country were you in at that airbnb the dog hotel <laughs> oh oh barcelona yes Bain. when you were in barcelona and but like five of you ended up going on a couch um hopping surfing website and for free they stayed at a drug yep. dealer slash dog border <laughs> apartment and they all slept on the couch <laughs> at the ripe age of probably 19 yeah, or 20 mom years and old dad. yeah to my parents if you're listening like i'm sorry maybe skip over this part skip 15 skip 15 but um, basically, I recommend traveling with people who are more adventurous than you for the most part. But maybe for this specific instance, it was quite interesting. It's not necessarily something I would have chosen for myself. But I was with, you know, the, just a couple of free spirits. And they said, let's try this couch surfing app and not pay to stay anywhere and actually stay with these this couple who literally dealt drugs. But you know what? They were nice. So And there were, were there dogs running everywhere? <laughs> Yeah, and they were like this really small apartment, like barely one bedroom, like it's pretty much a studio. And we all crammed our bodies onto this couch. And um, they had like nine dogs running around this tiny little apartment because to make money on the side, they also were like boarding dogs, I guess. And it was just the most absurd thing ever. That is so bizarre that this is a free service. What person in their right mind <laughs> would have a bunch of strangers stay on their couch for free? And Probably tiny- murderers, you know? Yeah, and exactly. You could have thought of that but we didn't. It's a miracle that you guys are alive to this day. But we live to tell the story on the pod and like, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, any other housekeeping stuff that we want to discuss? Um, I just like wanted to share with everyone that I went to Bozeman, Montana. And if you are planning to go, probably just don't because there's not <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry to Bozeman. I'm sorry to this city, to this man. But I just was a little bit unimpressed. And also it was like, corona central like everyone was wearing masks and it felt like i had gone back in time because in idaho it's like a lawless land and i haven't seen a mask in months like nobody cares and then i thought idaho was gonna be very or montana was gonna be similar but i was in for a rude awakening because every we were so out of place not wearing masks like it was absurd they went abby came back she's i was like what did you guys do for fun and they went to the local tj maxx and target and i was like all right well let me look up bozeman idaho and see what there is to do there and word for word on google the first thing that comes up is bozeman is a pass-through town totally don't get me wrong like 
there was some charm to the city. Like the downtown was actually pretty nice, but it was just like one little strip of town. Like you could do it in an hour, you know. You really um, played yourself though by driving six hours there. Yeah. And six hours back. Paid. Twelve hours in the car one weekend. But you know what? You got I lived, punished. I learned. I can say I've been to Bozeman and I can say that I will probably never go again. <laughs> we laughed, we cried. We what did what is it? Gwyneth Paltrow saying that thing. I laughed, I cried, I, cried, I got lost I took at the a bar. Shot. <laughs> yeah, I took a shot. Maybe I'll post that as a caption for graduation weekend. No one let me forget. Yeah, that sounds like pretty descriptive of what's going to be happening. Yeah, that sounds very on brand. All right. So on this episode, we are just here, just the two of us. Sorry to disappoint just if you wanted to guess. Two of us. You, <laughs> we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Okay, you kind of whispered whispered the lyrics. Um, if you wanted a guest, I'm sorry. If you love the two of us, congratulations. You're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? What movie is that from where he says, you're welcome? Not my that exact tone. No, no. Welcome. You're welcome. No. He says right, it in talk. a Cinderella story where she throws the, the baseball back to him. And that's why he says, you're welcome back. How niche, Ashley. How niche. <laughs> you amaze me with your niche memories of all these films terribly um but on this episode with just the two of us we are going to talk about three different types of girls that we have come across on tiktok yeah i don't know if you guys have seen that one girl that she does like the toxic girl best friend of like your boyfriend it's we'll so put on our accurate. story yeah totally like you guys have to check her out she is so funny it's like so painfully accurate too like you cringe watching her but you know I she's get her on as a guest i'm gonna reach out let's manifest it everyone we're putting out in the universe we're gonna get her on yeah but she yeah imitates being a stop it girl and a guy's girl and me and abby after we broke down this these videos we discovered very very much girls girls we just want to contrast all of those yeah, compare and contrast, you know, a good Venn diagram never hurt nobody. Let me go ahead and look up the exact definition of what a stop it girl is and we'll start there. Okay, totally. Good idea. I can give my own definition in the meantime while we wait. Yeah, go for it. For me, I think of a stop it girl as, well, first of all, picture her saying it in this tone. Oh my gosh, stop it. That kind of girl, you know, like so cringe. It hurts. And basically what she does is she befriends and flirts with, but very subtly, all of the guys in the room, you know, like she is just a little bit of an attention whore. And if you are dating a guy and she's best friends with him, they have a very special relationship, but she loves you. And she loves that you're dating her best friend who's a guy because they're just so close and she knows everything about him and you don't. And yeah, that's basically the gist, I would say. Um, There's no official definition on the internet. I'm so sorry. No Urban Dictionary? Nothing. Well, I've never felt let down by the internet before. I guess this is the first. <laughs> the World Wide Web, and there's a first time for everything. But yeah, that's what a stop it girl is. You guys Endless probably... information at our fingertips, and they can't pull through this time. No. You guys probably knew them in high school, and um, depending on what college you went to, they were there as well. And I think they follow you through your life. Stop it girls are very closely related to guys girls. And if you're a guys girl, you just like, hang out with the guys like you just eat burgers all the time and you watch sports and stuff you, you make it a personality trait that you're just so low maintenance and like you just get yes. along with guys so much better i've got a definition for that 
the girl who can just chill and be one of the guys. She's into sports, beer, action flicks, and doesn't give a damn what others think. She's mysterious and elusive. Well, at least we don't give a damn what others think. That's about all we got going for us. <laughs> We're a little bit closer to being a guy's girl. <laughs> but the guy's girl, she's just, she's just such a guy's girl. <laughs> like in a room where there's a mixed gendered party, mixed gender meaning like, you know, we're in middle school. Um, When you're there in the room, like the guy's girl is on the couch, like drinking a beer, like pretending to care about the sport or like maybe she actually does care about the sport that's on TV or, or they're talking about sports or something. And then all the other girls are like in the kitchen, talk, kitchen talking about like hair products or whatever we talk about. You know what I mean? Like The Bachelor or something. <laughs> and they pride themselves on not having a big group of girlfriends because girls are too much drama. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. It's the drama of it all. Like they're just so low maintenance. They can't be involved in any drama. Well, joke's on you because you have real good girlfriends. There actually is no drama. Have our, anyone in our friend group ever fought? Not really. I've never heard of less drama than no, our group. We are, and arguably, like a lot of us are kind of high maintenance in different ways. You know what I Most mean? Most of us are dramatic in them one way or another. Yes. Yeah. And we still hold it together. So probably a guy's girl has just had too many mistakes with making friends who are girls. And they just pick the wrong ones because we don't have that problem. I'm happy to say. Which the reason we don't have that problem is because ever since I was a kid, I've been such a girl's girl. Right. You're like terrified of having sons because you don't know what to do with men. I don't know what to do with them. My husband will know what to do with them. I won't. Hopefully. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but we also, me and Abby were discussing this the other day, how we're such terrible, terribly girls, girls. And we realized one big factor of that is that we didn't really grow up with brothers and having our brother's friends around. And we didn't grow up with even boy cousins. Or like boy cousins. Yeah, or no young boy. young boy uncles. Like we, <laughs> yeah, just like not a lot of male influence. The only peer yeah, boys I was around exactly. was at school. And my friends there. But no, I, there was no boy that I lived with that was my brother that drank like milk out of the fridge in a carton. Like, I assume that's what boys do. I don't even know. Yeah, I do assume that's what they do. And sometimes when I do things like that, I think I'm the teenage boy in scenario. I'm enough boy for myself. So Maybe maybe I am a guy's <laughs> girl because I'm so close with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm the guy in your life. No, but I think back to like high school and also college, like, thinking about how it was just so much easier to like find common ground with girls. And I just never really understood how girls were able to just so seamlessly have guy friends. And I think it takes a very like special guy for me to be like super close with them in a certain way. Cause it's just weird. Like you just think differently. You see the world differently. You have different interests. Like it's just kind of hard. Like the only time I've ever like been super close with guys, I end up dating them, you know? <laughs> I, I have maybe I'll count on my fingers later I don't know five maybe six guys that I'm really really close mm -hmm. with platonically but half of them are from when Definitely I more than yeah no I know half of them are from when I was younger though I just think I never understood the platonic thing like I was kissing boys before I was even in kindergarten you know <laughs> <laughs> um like my neighbor boy Steven, I had like a rash on my mouth when I was a baby. Ew, and ew. they set us down for a play date. And then an hour later, he had the rash on his mouth. You know why? Because we ended up kissing. Real baby. Ew, ew. Abby's been obsessed with boys ever since she could recognize what a boy was. 
there's literally a picture of me in my parents' office and like it's a kindergarten picture like they came and did photography and sold sold a bunch of photographs at an auction and there's a picture hanging up and it's like me and this other girl and we're like hugging this kid in our class named Mason before he moved to Oklahoma. I was very heartbroken about it at the age of six. But I'm like hugging him and staring at him like he holds all the stars in the sky. And I'm like, wow, like starting them young, I guess. When, last time I saw Abby's mom, she was telling me about how Abby has a much older brother. And when Abby was like an infant, he was 21. I, I, I don't even know. Yes. But anytime boys would be over, maybe she was talking about your neighbor then. Cause she was talking about like boys that were like teenage boys. Anytime boys would be over, Abby would just stare at them. Oh yeah. They were the neighbor boys. She would just stare yep. at them in awe. You also told me your first sexual awakening was when you were eight years old and you went to Vegas and you saw the Thunder from Down Under poster. I'm sorry. You're blending stories. I was not eight years old when I went to Vegas. I was in ninth Eighth grade. grade. Okay. When I had my first... Eighth or ninth, yeah. When I had my first sexual awakening when I was eight or whatever, it was when I watched Peter Pan, the one, the live action oh. one with that blonde kid. I was so into him. But you were also hooked yeah. with the Vegas trip. Yes, the Vegas trip made me very excited to be 21 one day. Yeah, I'm also um, reflecting on all of my close, tiny circle of male friends. And I think half of them I can just talk to as if they're a girl for hours. Like I just can talk really? to them. And the other half make me laugh. Nothing so I, guess I that's love more than a funny guy. I'll tell you that much. Nothing I love more. I'm like really reflecting hard on the six men that I call a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think there's certain types of guys that are just so loyal and thoughtful and understanding and just really a great people to have around. I'm thinking of JL. Shout out to JL if you're listening. But there's types of guys like him. JL's been on the podcast if you guys like want to go back. A Real Renaissance Man is the name of one of his episodes. But he is someone that I feel like is very easy to bridge the gap between genders in terms of friendship and i don't really know why exactly i just think he's like he's just excellent at it stand-up guy you know yeah i don't know troy's wonderful we had troy on a couple episodes ago he's another one who can bridge some gaps i think pretty much anytime you actually get along with a man we've had him on the pod i think what it is is that we're at an age right now where if you met a man in the wild there's the immediate pretense that one of you has to like the other or else it's fruitless <laughs> and, and like, i have like the point? somehow operated under that pretense forever i guess yeah you've always have like like recent male friends i guess troy's the only one and that came through us through that previous pretense like all of my other close friends are from high school like i love right. jake i love christian they're all like high school childhood even friends so I think the pretense of like one of us has to like the other. Yeah, Pepperdine was not good breeding grounds for male friends. I'll tell you that much. Oh, that's what it is. It stunted our growth. Pepperdine did, stunted honestly. our growth. With ma- <laughs> you love it so much. But in terms of having male friends, it did stun our growth. Pepperdine sure. is literally the best decision of my entire life. And I'll die on that hill. But it stunted our growth with male <laughs> friends. Yeah, because they're pretty much everyone was like in relationships at Pepperdine, I feel like. And if they weren't in relationships, they were like playing sports and like they didn't have time for you. And there was just like not a lot of good options for like guys who you could just hang out with. Like, I don't know. It was kind of clicky. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe boys feel the same way. Maybe a lot of boys feel like they're such guys, guys, and they just don't have very many friends. Yeah. Like if we flip the whole script, are there any guys out there that are girls, guys? (laughs) 
any guys listening to this podcast, there's probably a whole like two of you. Please let us know. Please write yeah, in. JL and Troy. Yeah. <laughs> we need answers. No, that's actually really true. I just think about like back to being a girl's girl versus a guy's girl. Like it's just so like easy for me. It's innate. Like it's intrinsic in my DNA. Like if I'm in a room and there's like a discussion of like a girl versus a guy, like I automatically just take the girl's side. You know what I mean? Like I will stand the girl through anything pretty much. You, you, I'd be like a traitor if I took the guy's side. You know what I mean? Interesting. Um, we're really like diving down this uh, 2000 sitcom road. Um, totally. <laughs> a nice bridge is like meeting friend guys that friends are dating. That's a way to expand your circle of friends. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like I'm like reflecting on some people right now. And I feel like when it's just really easy to meet someone and like make so many jokes or like play a game together, but to really get to know a guy with a deep conversation platonically. Right. What makes the platonic nature of it all so much easier is when someone's dating someone, because if you're meeting someone's boyfriend, obviously you're not going to be like yeah. attracted to each other. Is there a flirtation? Like that door is just automatically closed. So I think that makes it, it opens it up to be easier to get along with them, at least for me and just be like, bros and like joke around and stuff I actually love that di- dynamic like of being a third wheel and like being really good friends with the guy me too. too however past the point of joking around and like conversation yeah you're not gonna like sit down and have an intimate talk yeah forming a real friend deep friendship <laughs> yeah that's something I haven't done in a while <laughs> <laughs> I'm reflecting I'm like wow like yikes I always thought once I would move to a new city after school, after college, that I would really hit the ground running with the guy friends and like try really, really hard. But obviously that's been put on pause a little bit since there's exactly no young people in my area. Well, I think just in general, it's hard to make a real honest friend like per year, guy yeah. or girl. So, True. and then also if we all zoom out, do we even have the bandwidth for that many deep friendships? I know all of the vernacular of like psychology books and stuff, they like, it just makes way more sense and it's actually more healthy for your mental state just to have like a really close tight-knit group of friends like yeah five or less really that's no, all I agree do. and then the rest are loose ties and, well also just yeah to have, have fun with there's nothing wrong with that good point Ashley should we try to make guy friends through this podcast like meet strangers on the internet like we did with Maddie and Eddie Bob I love Maddie and Eddie Bob go listen to their episode it might be like seven or something that was just a wild guess but it's around there yeah, if you search the words cheap thrills, that episode will come up. They're absolutely hilarious. I actually think about them daily. <laughs> My mind is a steel trap for movie quotes and yours is a steel trap for two two words of each title of our episodes. <laughs> I actually think about them so much. Like sometimes I'll hear a song and I'd be like, I bet Eddie, Bob and Maddie would really like the song. You should text them. They would probably appreciate that. All right, you guys. Well, after that lengthy discussion, you got to see the inside of Ashley and I's brains when it comes to stop it girls, guys, girls, and girls, girls. And you can very clearly tell which ones that we are. Um, But also in bigger news, we're really excited because this Friday is our 50th episode. We're turning 50. Um, So you know we're going to go all out. It's going to be an extravaganza. We haven't had all the details planned specifically, but it's going to be big. And we're just really happy and excited to be making it to episode 50. Like, that's a big deal. And it'll also be the closing out of season one of Just Go With It, which is also very exciting. And we're going to hit the ground running with season two, starting with a new episode next week. Yep. Same goes for me double. (laughs) 